Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Can you do it in faith? Did you know that the Bible says anything that's not of faith is sin? That's pretty broad. See, we think that the only thing that's sinful is, you know, rape and murder and stealing and just getting drunk and sleeping around and stuff like that. That's We know that's wicked, you know. He says if it's not of faith, it misses the mark. If you can't do it as unto the Lord, then you shouldn't do it. When's the last time you paused and took a moment to ask yourself if what you were about to do would be edifying or bring glory to God? As habitual and second nature as things can become, we as believers need to regularly reflect on our actions. In today's message, Pastor Robert will teach you what it means to live out your faith on a daily and practical level. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Sacrificial love. That's the command that you and I, people will say, you know, why should I have to, you know, I enjoy a glass of wine with a meal. Why should I have to give that up? Because it may separate your brother from the one who died for him. Well, that's not fair. Well, you're being selfish. It wasn't fair that Jesus had to come and die in your place, but he did it because he loves you. And all he's asking from you is that you live a life of love, as Ephesians 5 tells us. Be imitators of God as dearly loved children and live a life of love. That's the mandate. Now listen, you know, I said in the beginning that this has to do with our fallen culture. Can you see it? Following Jesus in a pagan society. If you live this out, if we live this out truly in our day-to-day world, what impact is it going to have? It will have an impact. Twelve men did it 2,000 years ago, and it turned the whole world upside down. That's from God's perspective. He tells us they, they, they changed the world. He used them. He did it, but he, he worked through their lives. And he'll work through your life as well if you'll go and love sacrificially, if you'll actually do this, if we will actually do it. Make it our determined purpose, our, our deliberate plan that we're going to go out there and we're going to live lives of love as imitators of God in a pagan world. That doesn't mean that, you know, that, that we go out and, and scream and shout and carry signs and, you know, what it means is we love sacrificially. It means that we go and, and live as representatives of Jesus in our fallen world. It means that, that we prefer one another. You know, Jesus said they're going to know that you're mine by the love that you have for one another. 
And one way you exhibit this love is that I'm concerned with that which affects you. I'm concerned with that which might negatively impact your relationship with God. My wife and I, it's part of her culture. Elizabeth's Danish. She grew up, they, they had wine, you know, with almost every meal. And every night, you know, as the dinner table was cleared away and, you know, everything settled down, you know, they'd sit down and there'd be a couple of candles on the little coffee table and, and they'd have a glass of wine. It was just part of life. Nobody getting drunk. It was just a glass of wine. She and I will enjoy a glass of wine. We determined early on we won't do it out in public. We rarely ever will have a glass of wine in public. Why not? Is that hypocritical? No, I'm telling you, it's on tape. We have a glass of wine together. I'm not hiding it. We're not pretending. You understand? It's out there. There's nothing hypocritical about it. Being wide open with you. Living in a fishbowl. But we're trying to do it lovingly. Because some of you, you need to stay away from it. You shouldn't have even one. And you know who you are. Right? We know ourselves. My grandfather. My grandfather once told me, he's like, never touch bourbon. Stay away from it. I said, why? I was a teenager. He said, because I like it. Love the taste of the stuff. So I need to stay away from it. And he never touched it. He was addicted to gambling. He gambled away his, just, I mean, everything the family had twice. Died alone and miserable because he had alienated his entire family with a promiscuous, ungodly, irresponsible lifestyle. But at least he knew himself well enough to stay away from alcohol. He didn't touch alcohol at all. Some of you need to stay away from them all. Or at least go there with no money and no credit cards in your pockets because you just can't resist the temptation. You get there, you see something, you're going to buy it. Even though you can't afford it, you shouldn't go. Some of you should never go to the beach. But listen, what he's telling us here is that doesn't mean that none of us can go to the beach. It doesn't mean that none of us can go to the mall. It doesn't mean you're more spiritual because you don't or that we're more spiritual because we do. He says, guys, this is irrelevant doesn't make you more spiritual. It doesn't make you less spiritual. That's not the issue. The issue is, can you do it in faith? Did you know that the Bible says anything that's not of faith is sin? That's pretty broad. See, we think that the only thing that's sinful is, you know, rape and murder and stealing and just getting drunk and sleeping around and stuff like that. That's, we know that's wicked, you know. He says if it's not of faith, it misses the mark. If you can't do it as unto the Lord, then you shouldn't do it. If you couldn't sit down and enjoy a glass of wine and a good cigar with Jesus, you shouldn't enjoy a glass of wine and a good cigar. Do you see that? If you can't do it in faith, it's, then you can't do it. It's sin for you. For you. And even if you can do it in faith, doesn't mean you should do it publicly. Look at the passage again. I want you to see that this is not just Pastor Robert's opinion about what's right and what's wrong and what's gray and how to deal with it. 
I'll read it to you again. He says, verse 4, concerning the, the eating of things offered to idols. And I'm going to broaden it, you know, because, again, applying it to our current world and, and culture, concerning the gray areas, concerning having a glass of wine with a meal or enjoying a cigar, going to the beach or, you know, seeing, you know, certain movies. He, he says, you know, we know that an, an idol, this, this, this piece of wood is just a piece of wood. You know, the film is just film. Going to the beach, you just, it's just sand and water. It's just other human beings out there. But he, he, he says, you know, there's one God, the Father, of whom are all things. He's a creator of all this stuff. The, the things in and of themselves are not bad. He made grapes. He acknowledges that wine is a blessing from him at one place in the Scripture. This is, this is, this is not the, the issue. But, but he says we are made for him. Not for ourselves, for Him. There's one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, through, through whom we live. But He says everybody doesn't understand this. And there are some, because they're, they're focused on this issue. They, they, maybe culturally they were raised that alcohol is evil. Maybe culturally they, they were raised that men and women just shouldn't be swimming together. There's still people that are taught that growing up, you know, that... It's just, you know, to be out there half naked like that, man, that's just wicked. You shouldn't be doing that. And he says you need to respect that because their conscience will be defiled if they compromise it. If they violate their, their, their own conscience in this area, it hinders their relationship with Jesus Christ. Or as one teacher worded it, if you think it will come between you and God, it will. Not because he moves. Not because he moves, but because it, it messes with your own peace and your, and your own, you know, you, you'll be timid in his presence. He wants you to be free to come to him with anything, always. And it'll hinder your relationship. He says, food doesn't commend us to God. Our practices, read Galatians. He tells us it's, it's not what you do that commends you to God. Jesus died on a cross and presents to you the free gift of a relationship with the Father. It's, he paid for it. You don't pay for it. What you do doesn't impress Him. What you know doesn't impress Him. It's not about that. What you eat or don't eat, what you drink or don't drink, what you do or don't do, it doesn't commend you to God. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not, not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more. But we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within... Uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.